Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of An Evening in the Aughts. We are a podcast that focuses on pop culture and other events that happened in the early 2000s, which with occasional um, uh, pop culture events that have happened in the very early 2010s. My name, or I am M. I'm Kay. And today we are covering the second Harry Potter movie in the Harry Potter movie series, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Um, it is two hours and 54 minutes long, and this was released in 2002, so I would have been seven. I was, um, five, so I don't really remember this coming out in theaters, but, uh... I do remember waiting in line at the, like, the theater where we grew up. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. I was probably there, too, maybe. I don't remember that. I think we all were, but I I don't really remember why. I kind of remember watching it, but yeah. So I was seven, so I think we had gone to see it. It's only rated PG. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I'll just read the synopsis from Google, and then we can get started. So, the second installment of boy wizard Harry Potter's adventures at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, based on a novel by J.K. Rowling. Um, A mysterious elf tells Harry to expect trouble during his second year at Hogwarts, but nothing can prepare him for trees that fight back, flying cars, spiders that talk, and deadly warnings written in blood on the walls of the school. So. Um, do you have any, I was trying to see if I have any fun facts. In fact, I probably do. Just give me one second. (laughs) No, so I actually did Google some and there aren't that many and I have some like sprinkled throughout the, um, but not that many. There's really not that many like interesting facts about filming or anything like that. But, um, I have them down like as the events happen or when the people come up on screen, but really there was not a lot. Oh, that's fine then. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. So, uh, we'll just get started then, I guess. So Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets opens with the Warner Brothers theme of like Harry Potter. It's a little spookier than the last one. I have to say, I really enjoy this movie. It's one of my favorites in the series. I will say, I don't really know why, but it just is. Um, it's not my favorite, but, uh, it's, I don't hate any of the movies. Maybe Order of the Phoenix. But <laughs> I really just like Order of the Phoenix book and movie. I but just, it's not I terrible. Know. But I just, I do like this one because I think since they're still kids, it's still more fun and like they're still innocent. Yeah. They don't have anyone dying on them. No one, like nothing big that's life changing is happening yet. And I kind of like that for them. I also like the old Dumbledore. Yeah, so he's a bit more gentle and like. Yeah. This know. is the last film he is in. I think he passed away after filming, which is very yes. sad. But I'm glad, you know, I'm glad he was able to give us some time as Dumbledore. Um, But yeah, so we had, we're at the Dursleys on private drive, (laughs) private drive. (laughs) And they all look real fancy because I think there's like Vernon's boss is coming for dinner and they're going to eat a really gross cake with like sugared violets, which I've never had sugared violets, but I think it's, you know, a thing. And so Harry's in his room and Hedwig needs to be let out. Um, but they won't let her fly because the Dursleys won't, because they don't want anybody to see. And so they're like, um, you're going to be talking to your freaky little friends, right? And he's like, I have had no messages, nothing for my friends. So Harry hasn't heard from anybody this summer. And I think he's really sad about it. 
Yeah, he doesn't understand it because, yeah, he was trying to let um, Hedwig out for, like, one hour every night, and Vernon's like, no! And then, uh, yeah, so he's just treated like scum still, and they're getting ready for the party, and, okay, so Vernon is like, my boss is coming soon, places people, and Petunia's like, okay, I'll be in the lounge waiting for them. Dudley's like, (laughs) I'll be waiting to open the door for them. And then they're like, and you, filthy Harry. And he's like, (laughs) I'll be in my room making no noise and pretending I don't exist. And Harry's yeah. so sad, but he says it so like matter of factly, like he just has experience. I'll be in my bedroom pretending I don't exist. Um, I also have to say too, the Dursley's house is so ugly. I know I, at the time it's supposed to be in the nineties, right? Like, is that what we're uh, going? Yeah. Cause some of the books are written. It doesn't look like a nineties house. And I will say, so then we see um, Petunia. I just want to mention the cake a little bit because I'm kind of obsessed with the cake, but I'm also a little disgusted with how sugary it looks, if that makes any sense. You know what I want to do is, like, I have no reason, to, I have, like, no parties to go to or to throw, but it'd be fun to make Hagrid's cake and then Petunia's cake, like, for a Harry Potter oh, party. I bet there is fun. a way to make the Petunia's. Petunia's, I'm pretty sure, has sugared violets. I don't know where I heard this. I feel like I read this. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I don't, it just looks gross, because it's. I know it's probably mostly whipped cream <laughs> for filming yeah. purposes, but still. Um, but yeah, so... He's like, I'll be in my room, like we said before. And so then, and then I think George is like, why'd you all? And then they <laughs> tells Harry to go upstairs. And so Harry goes upstairs and all of a sudden he hears, oh, oh, or how does, how does Dobby sound? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's better. That's better. Harry opens his bedroom door and a filthy goblin looking thing is having a party Aww. and jumping on his bed. No, it's and Harry, <laughs> Harry is <laughs> like, who the Harry F are you? <laughs> what? Didn't he scare you when you were little? Uh, yeah, I have that written down. Um, I So I'm not really afraid of, like, a lot of things or, like, things I see in movies or, you know, whatever, real life, like, monster, like, whatever, animals, monsters, things like that. But um, Dobby and Gollum from Lord of the Rings are my two that, like, I cannot stand and they disgust Even me. Even now? Um, Gollum still, but Dobby, I've accepted. Like, he's fine. Oh. I feel bad for him. I like him. But before when I was little, like, those were the only things that, like, scared me. Like, uh you know, like monsters or, you know, whatever. What kind of, th- what scared you? Like, what was your like biggest like fear? Uh, everything. Um, but, like any like characters or like creatures from anything? Well, yeah. So I remember when I was really little, I was probably before, I remember Hannah had a Goosebumps book with that dummy on there. It's, I think it's called Night of the Living Dummy. And even, I didn't even read the book. I, the picture just freaked me out so much. And then I think Hannah used to tell me things that the dummy would do in the book. And then it freaked me out. So I made, I made the parents go make her return it to the library (laughs) because I was so scared. Um, let me think what, is there anything else? Gollum didn't scare me as much as he scared you. I didn't, I wasn't scared of Dobby. Um, I, oh, there was once, okay. So this is, uh, I remember the feeling of this. I think it was probably six or seven. I remember on The Simpsons, there's this one episode where it shows Homer when he's younger. And they're like, I think he was like with his friends. I think it's supposed to be like stand by me a little bit. And they like jump into the thing and he finds a dead body and you see maggots. Like it's a cartoon, but you see maggots crawling on the nostrils. And I remember that made me feel so filthy inside. I felt (laughs) so dark. I felt I I was having, it was weird. I don't know why it bothered me so much. Then I told mom about it. And she's like, it's a cartoon. I, and, and it's weird because it's like, I knew it was fake, but for some reason I had to tell somebody. And when I told somebody, it made me feel better. I don't really understand my brain, but that's, that's, I think those are the two major things. I'm sure there are, I was scared of everything. 
Yeah, but Dobby grossed me out when I was little, but now I like him. You know, I he's a good character and he doesn't creep yeah. me out or anything. But um, yeah, so Harry's like, who the hell are you? And he's like, I'm <laughs> Dobby the house elf. And so then Dobby's like, I need to tell you something. <laughs> and Harry's like, why don't you sit down? And sit Dobby, down. <laughs> yeah. Sit down. <laughs> it's really sad because Dobby's a slave. We find out later who his family is, but I will say it now. Yeah, he's like, um, no one's ever asked me to sit down. And then um, he's like, I haven't met very many good wizards. And this causes him to hit him, his head on the wardrobe. Because yeah. like he's not supposed to speak like ill of wizards. And he has to punish yeah. himself if he does. Yeah. Which is yeah. kind of like dark for a child to be watching. Like, yeah, well, it's like the opening. I guess it's kind of like I don't know. It starts with the racism. I don't know because we we deal with racism, <laughs> wizard racism. I say at wizard prejudice, maybe yeah. <laughs> not racism in this movie. But so um, Dobby is telling him Harry Potter must not go back to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. I don't know if he said the whole thing, but um, so and Harry's like what but I have to go back. That's my home. And then, <laughs> um, and then I think what's happening is, oh yeah. So then he starts, I think while he was pun punishing himself again or something, the Dursleys hear it downstairs and they go like, ah, ah, ah. and then Vernon's like, um, what the devil? Oh, don't, yeah. He's like, what the devil? And he tells them, don't worry. That's just the cat. And so he went upstairs to check it and he tells, um, he tells Harry, what are you doing up here? You just ruined the punchline of my Japanese golfing joke. And I'm like, a racist golf joke, Vernon? <laughs> I don't know. And so, anyway, so then he leaves because Dobby, oh, Harry had to stuff Dobby in the wardrobe. And so then he leaves and he's like, don't you see, Dobby? I can't go back. Uh, I don't know how to do a British accent. <laughs> Hogwarts is my home. I don't, um, and he's like, do you know, but your friends haven't been writing to you, Harry. <laughs> you know, yeah, Harry's like, I should go back to my friends. And Dobby's like, friends, I don't even write to Harry. And then he realizes his mistake and is like hoping. Yeah. He's like, I was hoping you didn't get any letters and wouldn't want to go back. And Harry is I really, have What? Oh, yeah. So I have one thing. Dobby is really skinny, but he has very toned arms. <laughs> very sleek and fit. Um. And then, okay, so then let's see, Dobby's just being really, really loud, all that stuff. And oh, so then he has the friend's letters, and Harry's like, give those oh, back right. to me. And so then Dob Dobby runs downstairs, and Harry's chasing after him. They go into the kitchen, and they see Petunia's cake, or Dobby sees it, and he's like, Dobby's like, I will drop this damn cake in front of everyone <laughs> unless you say you won't go to Hogwarts. And it starts <laughs> levitating, and Harry's trying to grab it. And then Can it Harry drops lie? Um, like, yeah, okay, I won't go to Hogwarts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, I don't know, Harry has integrity. I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway, so he doesn't catch the cake in time because it falls on the boss's uh, wife's head. And Vernon mm -hmm. is like, I'm sorry, it's our disturbed nephew. He doesn't like meeting new people. And then Dobby just like snaps his fingers and is like, bad bitch. And <laughs> Harry yeah, he disappears into the night. Yeah, and so now, like, okay, so... um. Dobby or not Dobby sorry Harry now is banned from ever going to Hogwarts now so it like worked I guess which is what Dobby was going for well mm -hmm. we think it will work so they put bars on his windows and I think in the book like it's even more abusive they keep they like won't, only will let him go to the bathroom like twice a day and they slip meals like under the door or like I don't know how that would work under the door but somewhere through the door and so Harry's like well I guess I'm stuck here and then one night he wakes up and he hears 
um, Rome. And he said, no, he says, Rome, Georges. <laughs> What are you doing here? And they're like, we're saving you. We didn't hear anything from you. You got no letters back. So we thought that, that something was wrong. So they had, they're in a flying car that had been bewitched by their dad, which will make sense later. Um, and so they're trying to take the bars off the window. And then as they do that, it wakes up the Dursleys and they try to hold on to um, Harry's ankles as they drag him through to the flying car with Hedwig and to all of his wizarding things. I will say, I noticed because you can catch a view of the back, uh, the backyard of the Dursleys, and then as the um, as the Weasleys are driving off, they have a little gazebo, and no other house has a little add-on gazebo. So good for the Dursleys, I guess. What does Vernon do for a living? I don't know. I forgot something boring, probably. Yeah, but yeah, Vernon, like as he's trying to like uh, keep Harry inside he like obviously loses his like grip and he falls out of the window it's like two stories and, like i know he could have gotten really hurt which i yeah. guess he's horrible so who cares but i know but yeah, quite yeah. Still. and so they so write have... off... oh, oh yeah, yeah. No, Sorry, what... oh i was just gonna say oh, they no. right off into the sunrise and then ron is like by the way harry happy birthday happy birthday yeah <laughs> Um, so they fly for a long time to the Weasley's home, which we kind of see. It's in the very beautiful countryside. And they get there. Oh, it's called the and Burrow. They have the Burrow, I forgot. You're right. Um, and they, so they get there and they drop the car off. And it's like, okay, we've got to sneak in so mom doesn't know. And we get a view of the Weasley's kitchen, which I really like because it's supposed to be kind of like haphazard. But it's very warm and there's always something going on. Like the some a pan is washing itself there's like food going um do you remember the clock yeah so it's a cool clock that uh they're like spoons as the the hands and every hand is a family member has like a picture in their name and it tells mm -hmm. like you where they are so i forgot what some of the um places well, were. i have a question about that so it says lost prison and there's some other ones and then dentist but do you remember in the sixth movie and book, maybe Hermione's parents are dentists, and everybody's like, "What's a dentist?" So I'm like, "Wait a second, oh. the Weasleys go to the dentist." Oh, do they not? Wizards need healthcare. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand how there's spells for that. So I'm like, "Why are you at the dentista?" I don't know, but anyway. So, um, and then Mrs. Weasley comes up. She's like, "What did she say again?" Um, Where have you been? Yeah, you could have died. <laughs> and I was like. Do you remember when she was in Mamma Mia? <laughs> That's my next note. I said that she's from Mamma Mia, another movie we need to recap because that came out in 2008. But yeah, she oh, totally, okay. she's a totally different like character. Like she looks so different from her. Um, she does. She's a good actor. But she acts the same. Or I mean, like she has the same like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I guess she just has a different look. But she says, oh, Harry, dear, time for a spot of breakfast. <laughs> and then, so Mr. Weasley comes home while they're all eating and he's like, we did some amazing raids. And then uh, Ron explains to Harry, like, oh, dad works at the ministry. He, like, takes care of, like, misuse of muggle artifacts or something. Oh, yeah, I think. Even though he himself bewitches cars. <laughs> but, and he's like, Merlin's beard, who are you? And then Harry's like, oh, uh, I'm Harry, Harry Potter. He's like, oh, hello, Harry. And then everything in it's mouth. Um, and then, let's see. So then Errol, they're, they're um, owl who's always messing everything up gets flies into the window and percy in his dressing gown uh <laughs> is wearing a lovely nice dressing gown um i think we all used to have flannel ones like that um oh, goes yeah. up and gets the um the uh envelope and so it's all the books they'll need for hogwarts and they sent harry's too because dumbledore knew that he'd be there 
And then um, I think Fred and George says, mom, it's going to be expensive. And she's like, we'll manage. And I was like, wait, doesn't Hogwarts have financial aid? They probably, or maybe they do. Maybe they just don't talk about it. We should have researched that. They should, I would think. Everybody deserves to learn magic. All I wrote was money can't buy you happiness and money can't buy you class. (laughs) If you get that. Money can't buy you class. Elegance is love. My friends. They travel to... Okay, so what they need to do is go to Diagon Alley, which has like all the the wizarding stores and you know all the things you'll need for school and so yes. to drop to travel to diagon alley you go you can go through like flu the flu network and so what you do is you stand a fireplace and you have flu powder and you drop the powder or no you say where you want to go and you drop the powder and then it like transport you to to another fireplace and mm-hmm. so um they're trying to teach harry how to do this and then harry goes and he says that we are like Diagonally, and then he ends up yeah. in a dark, musty shop, and his dirt all over him. His glasses are cracked too, and he like gets up, walks through the shop. Um, it's really like creepy and has like dark objects and did stuff. Did you watch? Did yours have deleted scenes in it? No, mine was just all plastic, okay. so like theatrical. Okay, so th- I'm just gonna address the deleted scene really fast. So this is where we actually first. So he's in. We figure out he's in Nocturne Alley later but so he's in Borgen and Burks I think maybe you mentioned that and he's looking around and he like sees a hand of glory I think and like holds his hand and he's like ah 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 and you know how Jamie Radcliffe does that and then he lifts it up and then he sees Malfoy uh Draco look in and I don't think Draco saw him but he hides in this cupboard which I think is the vanishing cabinet from later yeah but anyway so then Lucius Malfoy's father comes in and all I have to say is he is Hot. I got it. <laughs> Our mom had a huge crush on him um, <laughs> when we saw this. Um, but yeah, so Lucius comes in. Lucius looks like Draco, but he has very beautiful, like very blonde hair. He's very fancily dressed. He has very blue eyes. Like he's a, he's a handsome guy, okay, but he is evil. Um, oh, so but he, the oh. actor Jason Isaacs, I think that's his name. So he requested for his hair to look that way to be long because he's like he wanted to look kind of different from Draco, like not have the same hairstyle. Mm-hmm. So and, and that's a good idea. Yeah, and also the I think um, he has like a walking stick instead of a wand, or like it turns into a wand. So that was also mm-hmm. his idea. So he's very oh. involved in this process. Good job. I like I like this <laughs> I like this presentation of Lucius. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so the reason why he's here, and this is all a deleted scene, but it's kind of important. I don't know why they deleted it. I guess it's not important. But anyway, so like we said before, um, What's-His-Face does raids, and they also do raids on um, dark magic items as well. So that includes Lucius's home. So Lucius, we find out he's kind of a supporter of Voldemort, okay? And he probably has a lot of dark artifacts, so he's like, listen, I got to get rid of these before... They, they find them because they're going to do raids. Someone might tip them off. So I'm just going to sell these two Borgen books. All right. So give me money, even though they're all really rich. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's Harry sees this happening and then they leave. Um, so, OK, I have one thing about Malfoy, Draco. Um, oh, oh, yeah. The thing that they were. Oh, this is horrible. The thing that uh, Lucy was getting rid of was muggle poisons. Oh, so, I see that. I don't know if he was going to poison some muggles. I don't know. Okay. But Draco, um, I do realize too. So Draco's really, we don't like him because he's obviously Harry's enemy at Hogwarts. But we have to keep in mind that Draco is a child. And I think really 
he, I think honestly, he's actually jealous of the Weasleys and I think he wants a warm, happy family and he doesn't have that. So I think that's honestly why he hates, I think Lucius hates the Weasleys for different reasons. And I think Malfoy thinks he hates them for the same reason, but I think honestly, that's what he wants. Well, I think he's jealous of the friendship that like Harry and Ron have. And yeah, I think, yeah, he he doesn't really have that crap and Goyle. They're kind of like idiots. Uh, Yeah. I mentioned that later. Like they're best friends with each other, but he's just like their master. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so, um, Harry's like, okay, they're like gone now, so I'll leave. So Harry's approached by really creepy wizards, like, hey, we can help you find your way. And it's like, Harry's gonna be kidnapped. But then he runs into Hagrid, so he's like, what are you doing here, Harry? And he's like, I, I got lost. And what are you doing here? <laughs> he's like, I'm getting flesh, e- flesh eating slug repellent. They're ruining all the school cabbages. And then Hermione shows up, of course, and she um, fixes Harry's glasses again. And she's like, we're so worried about you. Come inside with us. And, he's like, and Harry's like, Howard's like, oh, so you guys at school then. Bye. Yeah. Um, so yeah. they're in a bookstore called, I think, Flourish and Blots or something. Uh-huh. And uh, everyone's in that bookstore to get their books for Hogwarts. But also because this author named Gilderoy Lockhart is there doing a book signing. And he's very handsome, which I don't agree with. But um, everyone loves him. Um, I kind of get the charm. Uh, not in this movie, maybe. Maybe the actor. Although I found out. So do you know who? You know who Emma, Emma Thompson is, right? Yeah. I think that's her name. So they were dating. This is Kenneth Branagh. I don't know how to say his last name. But they were dating and he cheated on her. So I don't like him for that reason. Because I think she's a treasure. Yeah. He also, she's a treasure. He directed the first uh, Thor movie, too, which is kind of weird. But also, um, oh, so Hugh Grant was supposed to play this part, but then he was going to film two weeks notice instead. So like scheduling conflicts. So um, that would have been weird oh. if Hugh Grant was in this universe, I think. But uh, so anyway, the Weasleys. I, 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 could, I, could, I could see it. Yeah. They just don't really have that many like well-known people. So I think it'd be a little weird, but I guess Alan Rickman was kind of well-known. But um, anyway, so they the Weasleys are there and they're like, oh, thank goodness you're here. And it's like, why didn't you go look for him instead of waiting for a book signing? <laughs> like, I know that's true. <laughs> well, but he's just running around. He doesn't know anything about magic. Like I don't know, this world is different to him. So then Lockhart sees yeah. Harry and is like, "Photo up!" And then Malfoy is watching this from above, like this, like whatever landing. I don't know what it's called. And he like takes a book and he rips a page out of it and he like keeps it. So I don't know if that had anything like. Oh, that was really rude, Malfoy. But like, did he like need that page or was he just being a brat? Like, I don't know. I don't know if we ever found out if that was. But remember, he likes to steal things as we see later. <laughs> yes, but he gives him joy. Anyway, so then he's like. Yeah fancy famous potter and then he's like taunting harry and then lucius malfoy comes out with his elegant platinum locks and he's like harry scar is legendary as was a wizard who gave it to you and then harry's like that wizard killed my parents (laughs) i know it was weird that lucius was he like pulled in harry really close like it was very uh, too close for comfort i would say but um but yeah, so, um, okay, then, um, <laughs> this is kind of funny. So he looks, so all the Weasleys show up there, except for, I think, Arthur is talking to Hermione's parents, yeah. and Hermione's like, oh, you are the Weasleys, I see. Oh, no, he's like, uh, what did you say? So he- Vacant expressions. And then he looks at um, Hermione's like, oh, Miss Granger, Draco's told me all about you and your parents. And her parents are seen very happy. They're talking to Arthur, which I thought was very supportive of Hermione's parents, like very precious. And I liked how Arthur was nice to them. Mm-hmm. And then Arthur comes in here. Arthur comes in over there. And I like, I hate, Lucy's is awful, but I like how he calls him Weasley Senior. <laughs> 
Weasley Senior. Oh. <laughs> I also noticed that so. like all of them have dirt on their faces. So is flu powder kind of like a cheap way to travel? Do you think? And like it's kind of yeah, for the but poor. also their kids are under their kids are underage. No, though, Arthur, too, so they can't. Well, oh, that's true. But like Arthur also had like the dirt, so I just didn't know if it was like it, I don't know. It's it's kind of like reflecting. Yeah, on, You know how they don't have a lot of money, and I just don't know if it was like a really cheap way to travel because I don't know what else you can do. You can operate. But I know you can't do that with like underage kids and stuff. But like, I wonder if there was a nicer way to go. Uh, I don't know. Well, I guess it depends how close. I don't know. Maybe because they live out. Okay, so I don't really know where the the Malfoys live. Maybe they live close to London. Maybe because they're rich. I don't know. I don't know. Like maybe they're living in a very nice wizarding place of London, so it's easier for them. I don't know if they take brooms. I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do they drive cars? No, that'd be too too um too uh low class for Lucy. Too muggle. I don't know. <laughs> muggle like to muggle yeah um yeah i don't know but anyway so lucius like uh he like takes a book from jenny's cauldron right and then he's like talking to them and he like distracts them just like talking to them and then he like puts the book back into the cauldron but there's like a second book um so he puts two books oh you're right you're right yes 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 you're right you're right Okay. And this is addressed later. So he was just very rude. And so we insinuate he's okay. So what happens is he's like, well, Arthur associating with muggles and then um, disgracing the wizard name. And then Arthur's like, we have a very idea of what disgraces the name of wizard Malfoy, which we know Malfoy is a a death eater. Like basically that's what it is. Um, Yeah. And so then now it's time to go to Hogwarts. So they go to King's Cross station. And so, um, uh, they are there, all there. All the, the parents are there for Ginny because it's Ginny's first year. And so they're like, come, Ginny, we'll have you sit on the train. So they go and they leave Ron and Harry behind. That's and so, what I wrote. Like, okay, it's our turn. And then <laughs> they just, I don't know why they have to run every single time. Like, can't you just slip in? I don't know. So they run and then the gate, the, they can't get through the barrier. So they crash and all their stuff goes everywhere. And it's lost control of the trolley. Yeah, and so then Harry's like, like if we can't, like, why is this happening? This is so weird. Then Ron is like, Harry's like, let's go wait by the car. And Ron is like, the car. And so then the Ron is like, his great idea is to um, use the flying car to follow the train, to catch the train. So then they, like, start, uh, you know, flying. Muggles see them, and they turn on the invisibility thing, shields or whatever, on the car. And then they keep flying, and they finally see the Hogwarts train, Hogwarts Express. And my question was, like, what was their plan? Like, where would they land the car and, like, leave it? Like, they had to know that this was a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I know. Well, I think because they're only 12, I don't yes. I don't really know. Because, yeah, I agree. It was very a very poor plan. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> There's one part where, um, so they can't, they, like, go on, on the train tracks for some reason. And they don't know where the train is, but they, like, hear it. And they're like, where's that sound coming from? And then Hedwig, like, looks back and his eyes get, like, really big. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Hedrick's is, is a woman, right? Oh, yes, it's a woman, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it's yes, yes. Uh, and then they go up, and then there's a point where, like, <laughs> Ron is topsy turvy, so then Harry, of course, almost falls out, but then it's like, take my hand, Harry, it's like, it's all sweaty, <laughs> and then he like lifts him up, and then it's fine. And so they survived, I guess. Like, always, Harry's always facing death. And so then we get to Hogwarts this late. Um, and they're like, where do we go? And then they land on the Whomping Willow, which keeps beating them up. And then... Um, it breaks one. It breaks Ron's wand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, Ron's he's wand. like, my wound. And then uh, they get, like, 
so even though they have like glass like knocked into their faces they don't get hurt or like cut up or anything but then they finally get off the tree and they're still in the car and then the car is like enough and they like kick yeah. it kicks them out like it ejects the seat like, yeah <laughs> Bye. and so then um and, and it heads off in the forbidden forest for some reason yeah and then they sneak in uh to hogwarts even though they don't have the robes on or anything so they look really suspicious anyways i don't know what their plan was but then mm-hmm. snape is like comes to like gets them and then he like takes them to his office and he's like seven muggles saw you flying and he wants them back on the train home and like expelled but then dumbledore and gonagall come in and and Dumbledore's like, they're not going to be expelled. Um, and I wouldn't have expelled them either, honestly. Like, they're 12 and, like... Well, here's the thing, too. Are they going to really expel Harry Potter? No. He has special no, privileges. Will not. Are you kidding me? He has... It's Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's favorite student. There's no way. There is no way. Snape is just mad because it's Harry. Um, and if you want to look so at it... And is like... Well, it, also, if you want to look at it this way, like, Dumbledore, like... Even if he doesn't like Harry, he still kind of, like, needs him there. That's kind of some... Well, yeah, he wants to keep an eye on him. But I think he's always liked Harry. Yeah. Um, And then, oh, yeah, because then they're like, they're going to expel us, aren't you? To McGonagall, which is like, not today, <laughs> Mr. Weasley. So they get detention. I like how he says detention. She's like, detention. And then, um, so then Snape is probably mad. Oh, and then there's a deleted scene where Filch, because Filch is the one who saw them, I think. Oh, yeah. And, and Filch is very... I don't really know, but um, so Phil to drop a thing called Quick Spell, which we found out is for squids. I don't know if that's a PC or not, <laughs> but it's a squid is someone who was born to wizards but doesn't have magic. Yeah, so so I kind of feel bad for him. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's a squid. I do too. And okay, so then uh, next we see them in herbology class. Is that what it's called, right? Uh-huh. And then Professor Sprout. She's also the head of Hufflepuff. Um. But she's like, okay, we're going to repot mandrakes. Mandrakes can be used to cure people who are petrified. How convenient. But um, I know. <laughs> exactly. And the mandrakes, like, they have to pull them out of this, uh, the pods, like, under the dirt. And they have to wear headphones because brains can, like, knock people out. And so they pull them yeah. out and they look like chubby, like, dirty baby plant monsters. And mm-hmm. one of the screams knocks out Neville. And then, also, Draco always looks awesome. longingly at Harry and Ron. Did you notice that in his class? I didn't. Um, no, I think, well, okay, so this is gross. I've never looked it up. <laughs> or, like, weird. I guess there's been, like, Draco and Harry fan fiction. Oh, there's so much. There's a ton of weird, like, fan fiction or, like, it gets. Like, I don't, I just think that would ruin the story, I guess. I don't know. Just Malfoy and Harry they're like opposites um, but um have you seen on tiktok yeah. there is a thing called draco talk and it's like people who they like have a crush on tom felton or like draco and they make weird like edits and stuff and tom felton went on mm. he joined tiktok and he like comments on them sometimes and it's kind of funny like he's like are they weird what does he say um i don't know just like he's not weird he's just as funny i forgot what he says but like it's just funny that he's like interacting with like the people and he like accepts that harry potter is like his whole the reason why people know him and i don't know tom felton's kind of funny oh, yeah. but i don't know if you're on signal but yeah he's <clears throat> on there and it's kind of funny but um yeah <clears throat> so anyway they're in the great hall now and ron is trying to tape up his wand and then this kid with a camera comes up to harry and like takes a pic and he's like i'm colin creevy i'm in gryffindor too and she's like get out of here colin and then 
Errol the owl, the Weasley's owl, comes in with an envelope, and it's red, and I guess it's called a howler, and it's for Ron, because his parents are really mad that he, like, stole the car and everything. And so a howler is, like, mm-hmm. basically, a, like, a voice recording of you, like, yelling, like, you're mad. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you open it, and then, like, a mouth comes out, and, like, I don't know, just yells at you. And I think... Neville said to if you wait, I think it like explodes. Oh. So like you have to open it immediately. Yeah. And and then so yeah, um Molly was like, Your father's facing an inquiry at work. So like his dad got in trouble because remember how it's supposed to be misuse of muggle, muggle artifacts which is kind of how this works. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um <clears throat> but yeah, so then we find then we go to Defense Against the Dark Arts class, and it's taught by Gildor Lockhart. And um, I'm kind of surprised. Why do you think Dumbledore hired him? That's what I was wondering, too, because I feel like uh, there are so many, like, other options, like Snape, of course, but, like, just there's so many other good wizards. Like, why would you pick him? And also, do you think he yeah, do you think he knew that he's kind of like a fraud or he's, like, kind of... Yeah, or, like, don't you... Because remember how <clears throat> every teacher that's... Okay, so ever since... Dumbledore refused Voldemort, like, before he became Lord Voldemort, well, kind of, the post of Defense Against the Dark Arts, how, like, every single teacher every year somehow either got fired or something bad happened to them. Do you think maybe he's like, "Eh, who cares about Lockhart? Like, I don't know. Oh, (laughs) that was before, too, before, like, Harry, that happened with that position, too? Yes. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, it's probably cursed, and no one wants to take it except, like, the really egotistical people. Maybe that's all they could get? I don't know. Probably. But, yeah, I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, but... But there's a deleted Mm -hmm. scene where Lockhart makes everybody fill out facts about him. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen that one. yeah so lame. but yeah so all the girls think he's amazing and uh the guys are just like they're rolling their eyes and so he thinks he's amazing too he's written books about all of his big accomplishments like defeating wizards and whatever monsters and things like that so then uh lockhart is like okay i'm gonna release cornish pixies and let's see how you handle them and so he releases these gross like destructive little blue like elf things what would you describe they have like a full they're kind of like mini dobbies they have like a full set of teeth and wings and they yeah. like hang they go crazy they hang neville up on a chandelier thing and like oh <laughs> poor neville and he's like why is it always me because um lockhart flees like a coward mm-hmm. and one is okay so one is riding this dragon skeleton like a so- horse and yells yeehaw oh, <laughs> it's kind of out of character like it's an american thing like yes <laughs> I know that was weird too. Like, how do they know about cowboys? <laughs> but, um, I know. And so, so then, yeah. So oh, Hermione yeah, is the one who casts the spell to freeze them in midair. Like, as one goes, yeah. And uh, it's again, yeah. why is the twelve-year-old like doing the job of an adult? Like, uh, I know. Like Lockhart's true. Like, they, okay. Here's my thing too. It's okay. So who did they have? They had Quirrell before. Then they have. Um, Hit this Lockhart, and then they have Lupin, uh, what's his face, Lupin, who actually teaches them stuff. So, do they just not know anything? Like, do they even learn anything in any of these lessons? I don't know. Like, do you think? Like, do they are they all just deficient in this subject? Um, maybe. Because let's see, who's after? Oh, it's Moody. No, I guess it would be part of the charade as they have to teach them. I just feel like maybe this year they didn't learn anything. Yeah. Which, yeah. Okay, so then, um. I think it's the next. Okay, so it's about their Quidditch practice. And I said, Wood, still cute, I see. And then they're on their way to Gryffindors. And then um, the Slytherins are like, 
Professor Snape gave us permission to train our no seeker. And then was like, who's your no seeker? I tried to do his oh, accent. Yeah. I can't do it. Um, and like, Malfoy, you? And then uh, Lucius had also gifted them all in the mid-2001s. Yes. And, uh, okay, so Hermione, like, and Ron walk up because they, like, you smell the fight. And so then um, mm-hmm. Hermione's like, <laughs> at least no one on Gryffindor had by their way in. They all got in on pure talent. And Malfoy is like, he calls her a mudblood. And everyone gasps. Like, apparently this is like, it's a very... Uh, a slur. Yes. Well, in the book, um, I kind of like the reaction in the book. In the book, rip book, it starts like an actual fight. Oh, like, <laughs> like, yeah, I remember. And I thought like in the movie, like it didn't convey as serious. Because it's like a big deal in the book. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like you don't call people that. And then anyway. Yeah, so, so Ron whatever. is like, you'll pay for that. And remember that he has a broken wand, so it's going to malfunction. And so yeah. his spell backfires. And so um, the spell was, I think, for Malfoy to start vomiting slugs uncontrollably. But it made Ron do that. So then um, he has a problem with that. And so they go to Hagrid's to fix it. And Ron's just vomiting in the giant bucket. And then Hagrid is like, what's the deal? Like, why did this happen? And then Hermione is like, they called me a mudblood. And then Hagrid is like, they did not. And then, um, <laughs> well, <clears throat> Hagrid is such a good father figure to all of them. I think mostly yeah. Harry. But I, I do notice, like, later on, he isn't mentioned as much in later movies. And I guess they do get older, so they don't really have as much reason to see him. I don't really know. But, yeah, so he tells Hermione, like, it's a stupid idea that... There are people like the Malfoys who think that people are less than them if they what they have that what they call dirty blood, which is stupid and it makes no sense. Like nobody really is pure blood anymore. Like it's ridiculous. And so he's like very kind. He's like, Hermione, who cares? You're the smartest girl in your grade. Do not even think about it. Um so yeah, I just I really like Hagrid a lot. Yeah, he has a very like comforting way about him. And I guess he is kind of like a father figure to Harry. And I guess Harry has a lot of, of those and I don't know, like there was a, a tweet I saw, I think, while researching stuff to post on Instagram of, like, why didn't Harry name, like, one of his kids after Hagrid, the one man who unconditionally loved him, like, from the beginning? Like, he never, like, thinking. he always was kind to him. Like, it's like, Harry, you really missed the ball. <laughs> you dropped the ball there. You really, I don't understand. Yeah. No, I don't understand either. So, I, I agree with that. I thought that was, I, yeah. But, yeah. So, um. So then. So now Harry has, oh, sorry. Uh, uh, well, yeah. So then uh, next, Harry has to go to detention because of the car incident, I think. And so then his detention is with Lockhart in his um, classroom answering fan mail. And so, well, yeah, I was like thinking this is much more mild than going to the Forbidden Forest last right? year. Right, that was so traumatizing. Um, yeah, yeah. And so Harry, while he's answering the fan mail, he hears a creepy voice, and it's like, "Hush, sad, sad." And then he's like, "Oh no, it's saying, let me rip you!" Like, oh, oh did you know that's Jason Isaac's voice? That's um, Lucius's voice. <gasps> what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, wow! I had no idea. I don't. Weird. I don't. But yeah, so Harry, Harry's Crazy. like, did you hear that? And then um, Lockhart's like, no. And so then he's like, look at the time. It's been like five hours. You can go now. <laughs> no, no. Um, so then he's running on, he's hearing it through the wall. He's saying, kill, kill. And then he runs into her, Ron and Hermione. And she's like, Harry, Harry, what's wrong? Harry? And it's like, Hermione, it's fine right now. Like, it's okay. <laughs> And so then they're like, didn't you hear that? Or something. And then they see that the toilet has flooded and they see a lot of spiders crawling together, which is really gross. 
And so then they're like, what the hey? And they go and look at the wall and something has been written in blood. And it says the chamber of secrets has been opened and enemies of the air beware. And they see Mrs. Norris hanging from like a sconce or something on yeah, the wall. Yeah, by her tail. Like. Yeah. And so then, uh, what's it say? Phil's just like, what is that? <gasps> Mrs. Norris? And so all of a sudden a huge crowd of people appears out of nowhere. And then um, Malfoy says, calls her, he says, you'll be next, Mudbloods. And Madame Pomfrey's right there. Why didn't she say Malfoy? Stop saying a slur in the hallways. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> Pomfrey did nothing. This is kind of like a graphic situation to stumble upon. I'd be really spooked. I'd be like, I don't know. They Ew. seem so like relaxed, kind of. Like, I know they're gasping, but like, it's like written in blood. And then a cat is like dead, appearing to be dead and like dangling from a hook. Like, I know, it's creepy. Yeah, very creepy. Um. Okay, so yeah, everyone thinks that Harry did this, or like Filch thinks that, and Dumbledore comes and yeah. he's like, "What is the deal?" And then everyone, he's like, "Everyone but the trio, the Golden Trio, go to the dorms." And so then, yeah, <laughs> and then, uh, oh, let's see. Okay, so then Dumbledore is like, oh. "Innocent till proven guilty." Like, I don't think it was Harry. Um, well, like, well, because Snape, Snape, uh, of course, is hating the twelve-year-olds for no reason. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't. Whatever. Yeah. So don't they say that the cat was like petrified, not dead? Yeah, he, he's only been petrified, Filch. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, what's her, Professor Sprout is producing mandrakes, she'll be fixed. And then Filch is like, I want to say something! <laughs> <laughs> and then Dumbledore's like, relax, we'll figure it out, okay? So then we are taken, so now it's a mystery of who did that, what does this mean, all this stuff. So now they're in transfiguration, no, they're, yeah, transfiguration with Professor McDonald, and then she's like, time to change your animals into cups. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> so then... She changes her thing. She goes, as she changes her, uh, what's her, her, what is her animal again? Like what she turns into? Like a bird, oh, a raven. I don't know. Yeah. But- no, not her, but anyway, who cares? So then they're in the middle of class. And so then Hermione's like, Professor, I was wondering if you could tell us about the Chamber of Secrets. And then everybody's silent. She's like, okay, I'll tell you guys. So basically Hogwarts was made, created over a thousand years ago by four, um, wizards very talented wizards so it's Helga Hufflepuff Rowena Ravenclaw Godric Gryffindor and Salazar Slytherin and of course Slytherin was the bigot who just wanted pure bloods at the school and that's kind of why he was good friends with Godric Gryffindor but then they became not friends anymore because of that so and they also kicked him out I think so before he left he made their legend says that he made a hidden chamber in the castle and that he put a monster in there and that the heir to Slytherin would be able to open it up and kill all the people who he didn't think were um, worthy to be at the school, which would be Muggleborns. And so, uh, yeah, so that's, she's like, it's only legend, though the school, the school has been searched many times and they've never found it. And so, um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. And then Hermione's like, don't you see? All the wizards are so scared, which means uh, our other teachers are so scared, which means it's real. So anyway, um, but yeah, so then they're like, okay, well then it must be Malfoy, right? Because he's the heir of Slytherin, right? And then they're like, yeah, possibly. There's only one way to find out. Polyjuice potion. So we'll figure, that'll figure in the story in just a little bit. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so they're like, is this where they discuss that it will take a month to make and the polygist potion just changes you into someone that you want to um, like appear to look like and you just need a lock of their hair or no, a hair from them. So it's going to take a month to make, mm-hmm. so they're going to start brewing it. 
And so then now it's Quidditch time. It's Slytherin against Gryffindor. And, uh, like, remember how Malfoy is on the team now? So he, like, hates Harry even more, I guess, to, like, confront him in this. And um, so mm-hmm. Bludger seems to have been bewitched um, and is chasing Harry. And Ron tries to stop it with his broken wand. But then Hermione's like, no! And then, um, also, how do they get up to the audience? Like, how do they get up to those towers? Like, is it all stairs? Or can they, like, fly, like, levitate up? Like, because some of them are really high up. Uh... Probably stairs, I yeah. would think. Well, and then I noticed that Lucius is there for Malfoy's first game. And so there's a part in that where Lucy, I mean, Malfoy, Draco and Harry are following this into the same time. They go underneath like the scaffolding and stuff. And then Malfoy gets hurt really badly. And Lucius is just like, <laughs> <Kidding>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm bothered. It's like, that's horrible. Oh, he's, a- yeah. Anyway, I, so you do feel bad for Draco because you know his dad is so cold. Um, but yeah, so the bludgers like keeps hitting Harry and then it, like, breaks his arm. Uh, and then so finally, yeah, and he catches the snitch. Mm-hmm. But so the game is ending. But then Hermione, of course, always saving the day as even over any other teacher. That's what I put. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> splits the bludger apart. And so then I'm like, do the teachers think cheating has happened? Like, does anybody investigate this? Well, yeah, why didn't they? They no. had to have noticed that like there was a rogue. No, Hagrid was like, that's a rogue bludger. It's like, why didn't the teachers like stop the pause the game and like fix it and then like resume it like they're so stupid i know but anyway so lockhart comes down to harry he's like no worries i will fix your arm and then harry's like no anyone but you i don't want you to fix my arm and lockhart does that anyway what he does is he removes like he makes the bones disappear so now now harry doesn't have any bones in his arm so then harry has to go to the hospital yeah. and regrows bones which i guess is a very painful process so harry he's six skeleton and so then harry's in the hospital and it's nighttime everyone's asleep and dobby visits him and he's like Indeed, it was I who uh, I tried to get you <laughs> away from Hogwarts. And then Harry's like, Harry's like, how could you do that? I could have been killed or something. And Harry, Dobby's like, Dobby had the eye on his house. So. <laughs> oh, so sad. And also, um, so Dobby won't, he knows who's behind the Chamber of Secrets message because he's like, I would not say though. So it's really f- frustrating because all this would have been kind of solved if Dobby could just like no no okay if Dobby has said that he needed a sock to be free and kind of like insinuate like okay Harry I can tell you things if you just give me a sock like yeah <laughs> no but the problem is Harry can't give him the sock oh his Dobby's master has to give well him could the sock. Malfoy is Malfoy a master like uh Draco yeah like maybe he would have been yeah. tricked but like at the same time though the problem is Dobby can't tell, like, he can't let Mal- any of the Malfoys know that he's visiting Harry. So, like, how would they be able to, Malfoy probably doesn't think that he's, Draco probably doesn't even think he's at the school unless Lucius is with yeah, him. Yeah, that's true, but. So, like, it wouldn't make, but yeah, so then, because then Harry's like, oh, I'm going to kill you, Dobby, which is weird. And then Dobby's like, I get death threats five times a day, so. He's <laughs> so sad. And then he, he blows his nose on his pillowcase outfit, and he tells Harry, I need to get clothes for my family to be free. And so then he snaps his, because then Harry's like, tell me what's happening. And he, all the Dobby says is there's a terrible blot, a terrible blot. And it's like, okay, well, that's not helpful, Dobby. And so then the other teachers come in and he snaps his fingers to disappear. And we find out Colin Creevy has been petrified because he's a muggle. Yeah, he was like taking a picture, like looking through the lens and then he got petrified. So uh, that's mm-hmm. why he didn't die. Like when, but Dumbledore is like, okay, let's look through his camera and we'll see if he took a peg of who did this. And then like he opens up the camera and it just like smoke. So he didn't capture it. It was too powerful. Like it just yeah, disintegrated the film. So 
And then Dumbledore says, hold on really fast, because the goblin was like, what does this mean, Albus? And he's like, it means that Hogwarts is no longer safe. And so Harry hears this whole thing. So the next scene is the trio, they're in the abandoned, like, girls' bathroom making a potion. And Ron is like, why is this abandoned? Like, why does no one come? Or, like, why are we in a girls' bathroom? And then Hermione's like, no one comes into this bathroom because of the ghost moaning Myrtle. And Ron is like, who's moaning Myrtle? And Myrtle comes out. And she has a disgustingly high voice and is very insecure about herself. And she's very mad and she hates Ron, but she's crushed on Harry. Um, Also, the actress who played her was 37 in this. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and so there's this one thing. Because, you know, what's funny. There was a meme that I saw, again, while researching what to put on the Instagram. It's like, someone was like, I never knew that Mooney Myrtle was a different actress. I just thought it was Harry with a wig on. (laughs) Daniel Radcliffe in a wig. (laughs) It's like, it's true. They look very similar. They totally do. Uh, Yeah. So that's all I can wrote for that you know part but then next is time for a dueling class <laughs> and yes. so it's Lockhart yes. and Snape like teaching the kids how to like duel each other and so then um they yeah. like try to I think Snape disarms uh Lockhart it embarrasses Lockhart and then Lockhart he just ex- yes. and then I honestly thought it was very powerful I thought Expelliarmus just threw a wand from somebody's hand but maybe if you have more power like Snape is a really good wizard like the hand movements that Snape was mm-hmm. doing, like he had his arms up over his head, like that. <laughs> yeah. Does that does that make you more powerful? Because he's a very skilled wizard. But then, <laughs> okay, so Snape also like smiles, kind of for like the first time in the or like only time in the films. Like it was a half yeah. smile, but so he's, you know he found joy in this. Good for him. But then, oh, okay, really fast, really re- okay. So <laughs> when everybody was obsessed with, um, Potter what is it, the Potter puppets, puppets on yeah. YouTube? Yeah. Do you remember when you said that was the first time we smiled? I was thinking, like, what does Snape do in his downtime? And do you remember when he was re- writing a letter, uh, no, writing in his diary about Lily? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I asked her to dance. She asked me to die. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that all that right now. Maybe I'll watch those. I later. think I will too. Um, anyway, so they, they're like, yeah. okay, let's have a student from like my house or whatever, or let's have Harry and Malfoy duel each other. And so Harry and Malfoy like walk up to each other in you know, dueling form, and then um, Malfoy is, like, scared, Potter, and then what does Harry say? You you wish. <laughs> like, oh! And Malfoy's hair is always so crisp. Not a hair out of place. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, they do, like, oh, so they do, like, little spells on each other, like, knock each other off yeah. their feet, and then Lockhart's like, I said disarm only, and of course no one listens to him. And then Malfoy, he takes his, and a snake comes out of it, and then it's like all weird. And then Snape is like, I'll fix it for you, Harry Potter, don't worry. And then all of a sudden, Harry's talking to it in parcel tongue. Yeah. So, um, let's see. <laughs> okay. So, uh, everyone's like, oh my gosh, like, what are you saying? Like, you're trying to get the snake to like kill this one Hufflepuff that is meaningless and no one whatever it, I, I forgot his name i know he has a name but i yeah, forgot so it. then everyone like leaves they like snake gets rid of the snake and then um i think harry goes somewhere with ron and hermione and they're like we oh they go back to the gryffindor yeah like, we didn't know that you could speak to snakes and then harry's like what do you mean i was just talking to it and didn't everyone understand me and then they're like no and then uh oh my gosh what am i saying okay so um yeah, so everyone thinks he's like well, I just Slytherin, have Slytherin now because he can speak 
parcel. Yeah. Well, it's weird because I was like, conf- like, why did Ron and Hermione think that Harry was because egg- Hermione says everybody thought you were egging the snake on or something, and I'm like, you didn't, you you know, Harry wouldn't do that. Like, yeah. It's very yeah. stupid. So, um, okay. So then in the next scene, uh, okay. So we realized that Salazar Slytherin was a parcel mouth too, obviously. And then um, Harry starts hearing the voices again. And he finds nearly headless Nick petrified, even though he's a ghost. I don't know if he petrified as a ghost. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. So I think, uh, that's a good point. Did he die? But he can't really die, so maybe he is just petrified. So lucky, lucky. Um, what's his face? I forgot his name. Um, the Hufflepuff. Because then, yeah, yeah, then Harry finds that same Hufflepuff boy who is petrified and spiders again, and it looks horrible. Yeah, it looks luck. like Harry did this, and so then McGonagall's like, "This is out of my hands, Potter." And so she takes him to Dumbledore's office, and while um Harry's waiting for Dumbledore, his pet Phoenix Fox is that his name comes into bursts mm-hmm. into flames in front of him and Dumbledore is like don't worry they respawn like they're very resilient wait hold on there's one part that we should talk about with the hat oh, yeah. um so he comes in this is before fox burns into flames and the hat's like um oh harry's like I was wondering if did you put me in the right house because remember in the first movie and book whatever that the hat says he would have done well in Slytherin but Harry's like I don't belong there. No, I want to go not there. <laughs> and so then um, the hat's like, well, well, you would have done well. So it's important kind of later for later on. But yeah, so um, of course, like I said too, like, of course, Fox, it looks like Harry's just causing so much destruction because it's like a burning day. And then before he finds out that that's just what it does. And so then Harry bursts in and he's like, listen, it's not Harry. I promise you it's not Harry. And then Dumbledore's relax, Hagrid. I know it's not Harry, okay? Oh, so... And so, really quick, so Hagrid, I think he comes in with a dead rooster in his hands, and I won't completely give it away, but, like, in the books, I guess uh, um, Hagrid, like, woke up to all of his roosters, they're, like, strangled to death, and so, um, yeah. apparently, I won't say who did this, but I guess uh, the the heir or whatever, who opened, whoever opened the Chamber of Secrets killed the roosters and strangled them because um, the rooster's cry is fatal to... Um, whatever monster is in the chamber of secrets <gasps> you're right. kind of creepy but um i i, I that's i forgot about that fun fact. it's a very dark oh, thing for that person to do <laughs> it's like um like what serial killers do when they yeah. torture animals yeah yeah it's so creepy. it's christmas y'all which Wait, i guess <laughs> oh well, no so then well first <laughs> hold on so first <laughs> Dumbledore's was like, Harry, is there anything you wish to tell me? And I'm like, Harry, you should tell him that you hear a snake in the walls. Like, you hear a voice in the walls. You should tell him. Dumbledore will understand. Right. But of course, no, Harry I feel like tell a lot him. of things could be avoided if he would just like tell him all his problems because Dumbledore like clearly will not expel him, will not like do anything bad to him. So, like... No, and Dumbledore is like smart. Like, he knows this weird magic. Like, he already suspects the connection like there's a connection between harry and voldemort so he wouldn't be i don't think he'd be surprised and i have anything he'd probably be like wait a second <laughs> like i just i don't know i yeah i agree um but yeah like you said it's christmas y'all and then um the apologies potion is ready yeah um oh and i have a question too because we see so harry and ron are gonna be crab and goyle to talk to Malfoy. So Crab and Goyle stumble out of the Great Hall with a million snacks in their arms. And so they trick them by putting floating snacks in the midair, which is so stupid of Crab and Goyle. But Ron was going to levitate them, but then 
Harry's like, maybe I should do it. And so I was thinking, how has Ron been able to do any homework if he can't do He spells? probably has to, like, borrow people's wands. Fail I don't everything. know, maybe. But also, um, I would, I yeah. think I would take snacks up from the Great Hall to my room. <laughs> well, I would too, but I wouldn't take ones that are levitating in midair. Like, no, but I mean, like, you said they came out dumb. of the Great Hall with, like, an armful of, like, goods. It's like, oh, I think yeah. I probably take No, I know. I am, I am crabbed. <laughs> Whatever one is the short, fat one, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, so... They that take art. the cupcakes, they take a bite, they're like really like giddy that they found them. And they knock they get knocked out. Which well I say too, it's a mark of a true friendship that they have fun together. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know they're awful. Yeah. But I'm sure I'm sure Malfoy's mad. So anyway, so yeah, they go so first they take off their robes, which means they crap that Harry and Ron have seen their underwear. And then they go up to the Moaning Myrtle's bathroom and they all take the Polyjuice post and it looks really gross and nasty and they take it and it tastes horrible and they all change. And Hermione's like, um, I don't think I can go. You should go without me. And they're like, okay. So because they only have an hour. So they go down and they have to find the Gryffindor common room. And I honestly feel like whoever's Harry's supposed to be playing, like they, it's a good actor. Whoever plays, I don't know who which one he is. Um, probably Goyle, maybe. Yeah, that one might be Goyle, the tall one. The taller yeah. one. Like I feel like he does a good job being a Polyjuice poster yeah. person. But anyway, so then they see Percy. Which why is Percy down there? He's a prefect in <laughs> the halls, just doing his duty. I think, but he's still annoying. Okay, so then Malfoy wanders in, and then Harry whoever Harry is, is wearing glasses. And he's like, why are you wearing glasses? And he's like, oh, um, reading. And then Malfoy's like, I didn't know you could read, which I remember. That's an improvised. Which didn't he yeah, ad-lib that? And yeah. Through. So it, Tom Felton's kind of funny. But, mm -hmm. um, so then, yeah, they go into the Slytherin common room and it's very cold and unfriendly. And I just don't know why it's anybody in the dungeons. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would be like, home sweet home. It's like, yeah, it seems very dark and yeah. cold. But, um, <laughs> so I didn't write much about this except they were like questioning Malfoy about like the Chamber of Secrets and stuff. Because Malfoy is like, I don't know who the heir of Slytherin is, but my father said it's been 50 years since the chamber was last opened. And last time it opened, a mudblood died. For me, I hope it's Granger. <laughs> and, um, is it Crabber Goyle who gets mad? Which is Ron. I don't know. Whoever Ron is doing, the shorter one. But yeah, so um, I have a couple more things. So, so okay, so like Malfoy said, his dad didn't tell him who opened it. But why didn't Lucy just tell, just tell him it was Hagrid? I don't know. Because he knows it'd be a lie? I don't know why he just didn't tell him that. Um, and so, yeah, so M Malfoy isn't the heir, but he like finds a present. This is very minor, but he finds a present on the table and he's like, is this yours? And they're like, no. And he just steals it. It's somebody's president. He just steals it. Yeah, he just likes to take things from people, I think. It's horrible. So, but yeah, so they... the Well, the oh, potion starts to wear off. Like, uh, whoever Ron is, like, his red hair is, like, glowing through. And so they have to, like, run away from Malfoy. And they go back to the, um, the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Hermione, well done. And then Hermione, like, comes out of the bathroom stall. And she looks like a cat. And she's like, the cat, or the hair that I took from Pansy Parkinson, or is that her name, Parkinson? Oh, it's Millicent, Millicent Bolster, whatever. It was actually hair from her cat. So then she turned into a cat, and Money Myrtle is making fun of her. And I just felt bad for Hermione. Yeah. So Hermione has to go to the hospital wing for a little bit to sort it out. Um, which, did no one ask her, like, hey, I know. <laughs> why are you with a cat? But, um, so all of a sudden, Ron and Harry are walking around, and they see that Morning, Morning Myrtle has flooded the bathroom again. And so they go in there. And she's like, are you here to throw a book at me again? <laughs> and so then 
Harry's like, why would I throw something at you? She's like, I don't know. And so then um, she gets really mad because then Ron's like, wouldn't it just go right through you? And she's like, nah! <laughs> and then they find this blank book in on the on the bathroom floor and they're like, interesting. And it says Tom Riddle on the front. Yeah, and so then Harry's like, you know what, I'm going to bring this book back with me. I'm going to have some on my desk and see what, what the deal is. And so Harry goes back yeah. and he's like, to wherever he is at a desk, a table. He like writes something and or like something falls into the um the book and it's a diary it seems and the ink disappears so then he just writes his name like my name is Harry Potter and then he gets a res- response being like hello I'm Tom Riddle <laughs> and then um it's like very spooky fancy yeah. writing and then Harry's like do you know anything about the Chamber of Secrets and then uh, Tom Riddle's like yes. And then Harry's like, can you tell me? Then Tom Riddle says, no. And then Harry's like, oh. And then all of a sudden it says, but I can show you, which is really creepy. Oh. And then Harry falls into what the I diary. It's the 13th of June, 15 years like, ago. Go back, back to the beginning. <laughs> no. <laughs> what Tom Riddle would say. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, so he gets stuck into the diary and he just can view these events. Like, he can't interact with people or, like, whatever. But what do you think it'd be kind of cool if you could, like, go into your journal to, like, the events that you're writing about and, like, just observe them, but, like, in person, if that makes sense? Oh, mine would be so boring. This would be, okay, this would be my high school. Because he's, Tom Riddle's 16 in this flashback. So this would be my 16 uh-huh. journal. Ready? Dear diary, today, I think... Uh, I'll just make up a name. Uh, somebody looked at me. Maybe he'll be my soulmate. And then also need to stop eating bread. <laughs> That's all my journal was. So it'd be so boring. I don't have anything interesting at no, all. I guess that'd be kind of cool. But maybe if you only write about like some things or like the bad parts, like, I don't know. It wouldn't be that fun. Mine was mostly sad. Or very I'm really tired of being sad. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It's so like a flashback. Okay. Yes. And. I have one thing to say before Tom, this Tom Riddle is very handsome and way better than the Tom Riddle. They pick the young Tom Riddle. They oh, pick for the sixth movie. Terrible. I hate that Tom Riddle. I hate it. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Cause Tom Riddle's supposed to be Yeah. Hot. This guy's very handsome and he's very like, he just has a better like commanding presence than the guy from the sixth movie. Like that one just looks yes. like a, like a little like round boy with a gross side part. And like, yeah, I did not understand the casting for that. I, I did don't know not either. get it. But, um, yeah, so they see Tom Riddle. He's standing at the bottom of a staircase, and they see a body on, like, a little um, – I forgot what that's called. But it's a str- oh, stretcher, and they and then you see a hand call, fall out of it. And then you see out, Dumb- a younger Dumbledore. He's like, Tom, what are you doing out at night? And then Tom's like, I had to see if it was true. And so then – um, so Dumbledore is pretty – I think he's pretty suspicious of Tom because then they're like, well, we got to close the school. And Tom's like, wait – they can't close Hogwarts. Um, if, if somebody came forward, if I knew who it was, like, would it save Hogwarts? And the Dumbledore's like, yeah, I guess. Do you have anything you need to tell me, Tom? I'm like, no. So now we follow Tom because he's like, okay, I know who did this. And so Harry has to sprint to follow him. And then we see kind of in the shadows a young Hagrid who has a pet spider. And so uh, what's his face? Tom is like, Hagrid, we know what it's done. And then Hagrid's like, no, he didn't do nothing. You don't understand. And so then he's like, well, you'll be expelled, Hagrid. So essentially, Hagrid was convicted of um, opening the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Also, the guy who is like um, standing 
as like young Hagrid. Um, it's actually the guy who always stands in for Hagrid because he's actually that tall. So they just dubbed um, what's his name, Barney Coltrane, with his voice. Yeah, Robbie, Robbie his um, voice over it. So that was kind of a cool um, yeah. experience for the stand-in. He gets to be a little bit more a part of the movie. <laughs> oh, I yeah. didn't know that. So yeah. Um, okay, so- after that, so Harry exits the diary, and then don't they go see Hagrid to like ask about the Chamber of Secrets, or am I okay? Mm-hmm. And I did. That's all I really wrote about that part. Uh, oh no, not yet. So this is what they're doing. This is what happens. So then he's talking to Ron Hermione, and then Hermione's like, "I can't believe it's Hagrid. Why don't we just go ask him?" And so they're like, "Okay." And then Ron's like, "Yeah, let's do this. Hello, Hagrid." Like he's like. Mm-hmm. So, like pretending have you said anything loose in the castle lately and then Hagrid pops up he's like oh Harry or he's like oh you guys haven't don't have, have to be talking about me right and they're like oh no and so then they're like what is that and he's like oh this is the flesh eating slugger pellet it's for the mandrakes they're almost ready once their acne curves up to like, some <laughs> petrified people so they're like yeah interesting and then so then Neville runs in this is in the courtyard he's like and then Hagrid's like, hello, Neville. And Neville says nothing because he's so frantic. And he's like, Harry, I don't know who did it. You better come see. So they run upstairs and they go to the boys' dormitory in Gryffindor. And all of Harry's stuff has been topsy-turvied and, like, ripped out. And, like, they don't know who did it. So then Hermione's like, and also, uh, so Hermione, I guess, I remember the girls are allowed to be in the boys' dormitory, but the boys can't be in the girls' Oh, I don't remember something. that. Um, yeah, so the girl, so Harmony's in there, she's like, well, it must have been a, it must have been a Gryffindor. Nobody else knows our password, unless it wasn't a student. And then um, Harry's like, Tom Riddle's diary is gone. Yeah. So then um, next is time for Quidditch game. But then wait, it has been canceled. Mm-hmm. McGonagall comes up and is like, sorry, guys, it's been canceled. Um, Harry, will you come with me? I'm going to get Ron, too. So they go to the hospital wing, and uh, Hermione has been petrified. She was a mirror up to her face. So she's been petrified. Mm-hmm. And so now since three students have been petrified and Mrs. Norris, um, they have a cur- uh, curfew now and they have to get escorted to classes by mm-hmm. teachers and Hogwarts will likely be closed unless someone comes clean about this. And so then Harry and Ron are yeah. like, okay, we need to go to Hagrid's and like talk to him about this. So they walk out um, in the middle of the night, they go under the, with the invisibility cloak down to Hagrid's hut. And then they're there for like two seconds and they have to hide because then Dumbledore and the Minister of Magic have arrived to Hagrid and they're ready to take Hagrid to Azkaban because like he's kind of the only suspect because he they think he did it 50 years ago. He opened the Chamber of Secrets. Right. So then. So, OK, so Dumbledore like you said, is there and then Malfoy shows up, Lucius. And Malfoy, Lucius is wearing a velvet bow <laughs> and a very fancy pony, a very festive pony, ponytail. And so then. Hagrid is like, get out of my house. And Lucy's like, please, I don't have the, I have the displeasure of being in your, you call this a house? And then he says, because he's on the board of governors for Hogwarts, and he's like, we've suspended you, Dumbledore. <laughs> Bye. So then both Dumbledore and Hagrid are leaving the school. So Dumbledore is like, well, I'll go. But help will always come to those who ask for it. And he looks over in the direction of Ron and Harry under the cloak. So like, he knows they're there. And then he leaves. And then then uh, Fudge has to take uh, Hagrid away, and Hagrid's like, "Well, if anybody's looking for some stuff, all they have to do is follow the spiders." Yeah, that's it. Follow the spiders. So that's what Ron and Harry have to do now. Yeah, they're like, "What the hell does this mean?" And, but then they like walk outside. Well, I have a question really fast. So 
Okay, so Lucius was never convicted as a Death Eater, but, like, doesn't everybody kind of know that he might be? So, like, why did they get him, let him get That's away? because they don't really have like proof. This. There's so many instances in this movie where, like, they, like, the adults are very passive-aggressive with what they're saying to Lucius. They're, like, insinuating that they know that he's, like, yeah, a Death Eater, but they can't do anything about it because, like, yeah. there's no proof and, like, I don't know. So it's just really frustrating that he can't, like, get in trouble for anything that he's doing when it's, like, obvious that he, like, hates mudblood or like not sorry not mudbloods um what are they called muggleborns and like that he's just (laughs) (laughs) not pc not pc um yeah trail spiders um leading into the forbidden forest and the go with fang who i think is adorable i don't know what kind of Oh, and then Ron says, why couldn't it be full of the butterflies? Yes. <laughs> and he's like, I hate spiders. And apparently Rupert Grant also hates um, spiders. So, like, his reactions... Everybody hates spiders. Yeah, but um, that's, like, the only other fun fact. Like, this would be disgusting for anybody. Yeah, so his reactions were even more yeah. genuine, I guess you could say. So then they, like, walk in the Forbidden Forest for a while, and they come across a giant spider... Or like a ton of little spiders and the giant spider, and it talks to them, and it's like, Hagrid, is that you? And the 12-year-olds are like, no, we're his friends. <laughs> um, Hagrid's in trouble. What happened? And then so Ron keeps panicking. So Harry does shush to him like all like a million times. He just mm-hmm. wants. But then so then he's like, Did you, do you know what killed that girl 50 years ago? And so then Aragog is like, his name is Aragog. And he's like, we do not speak of it. And he's like, the monster was born in the castle. Um, I was uh, born out in, outside of the country and came in the pocket of a traveler. Um, and so then like, he's like, Hagrid didn't do it or something. And so then he's like, um, so then so all the, the tiny spiders are starting to crowd around them. And so then Ron, Harry's like, okay, well, um, thank you. Uh, we'll be going now. And then Aragorn is like, sorry, but no. All the spy, I can I, He's like, all my, my sons and daughters don't harm Hagrid on my command, but I can't deny them fresh meat when it wanders in here. So, goodbye. Uh, the spiders are falling <laughs> so from Aragog the sky is and there's coming everywhere. Like, yeah. Uh, so scary. So they're almost, they're getting cooked, like surrounded and surrounded and surrounded. And then the car, the bewitched car from the beginning of the movie, comes in and saves them. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's a struggle to get out. One, like, strangles Ron through the window. Uh, I was always scared of that part. Mm-hmm. But they do get away, and Ron makes a good point. He's like, like, what do we, do we find anything out? Like, what do we do with that information? Like, was that even worth it? And Harry's like, well, we know Hagrid did not open the chamber. Don't you think Dumbledore, oh, no, wait, sorry. This is my thoughts. Don't you think Dumbledore would have, like, um, confirmed <laughs> that, like, that Hagrid didn't do that so that they wouldn't, like, let him, or they wouldn't have let him back to Hogwarts if he, like, didn't, if he had done it, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess, uh, I don't remember what it was. Was it because he was underage? I don't, I don't remember. Know. But, um, yeah, so I know, I guess, like, the only thing we really found out was that there is a different type of monster, but that's kind of it. Like, there are some little clues, like, the spiders don't like it. But yeah, so then they it shows them going back to the hospital wing, because Hermione's still petrified, so they're like, <laughs> and so um, Harry grabs her hand and then all of a sudden he feels a paper inside of it. So he takes it out and he's like, what is this? And it's because, so Hermione had been in the library the day she was petrified. And so then he's like, it all makes sense. It's a, it's a basilisk. Spiders flee before it. I can hear it through the wall. I can hear it because it's a snake. And so then Ron's like, well, how did I get around the castle? Like, 
And also, if it can kill, so it also can kill people with if you look at its eyes. And so then like, he's like, "How is no one dead?" And so he's like, "Well, Harry had the—I mean, Hermione had the mirror. That one kid saw him through nearly headless Nick. Colin Creevy saw it through his camera, and Mrs. Norris saw it. Its reflection on the um, the water. Uh, the yes, the water. Sorry. Um." So, yeah, so then they're like, okay, it's a basilisk and it's getting around with pipes, which I still feel like it's a little bit of a stretch. Because it's like giant, but, and so then they're like, okay, last time someone was killed, like when the Chamber of Secrets was opened, it was 50 years ago and it was a girl. And isn't it, did they say it was in the bathroom or no? So anyway, so they think it's Moaning Myrtle because like she's, I think it, the person died in the bathroom, I think. So Yes. And then, well, and so then now they hear, oh, they hear an announcement from Professor McGonagall. Oh, students, go to the dormitories. Teachers, see me on the second floor corridor, which should have been the secret of <laughs> the location. So then, <laughs> so then Ron and Hermione are like, okay, we got to see what this is. So they go and they hit it and they hear that the, there, a student has been taken by the monster into the chamber. Um, it's um, on their wall and it says, um, her skeleton will lie in the chamber forever, and we find out that the child taken is actually Ginny Weasley. Yeah. Oh, and then one thing I have to say, <laughs> Lockhart, all the teachers are panicked, because Dumbledore is gone, so like, what do we do? And it's not even all the teachers, it's like yeah. two of them. And then Lockhart's like, sorry, Joseph, what <laughs> happened? And then they're like, okay, well, now you can show, they just want to get him out of the way, so he's like, now you can uh, show your skills, like, cause Snape was like, didn't you say that you always knew where the opening of the Chamber of Secrets was? And he's like, yes, um, yes, uh, yes, I'll just be in my office getting ready. And so they're like, oh, let's get rid of him. And they're trying to figure out. So then Minerva McGonagall is like, now the school will have to be closed. Mm-hmm. This is the end of Hogwarts. Yeah, so- um, and I have one question. Um, so, like, I know, okay, so, like, don't you think, like, wouldn't Hogwarts have like some sort of surveillance? That's what you would think, but <laughs> like right? they can literally do magic. Like, doesn't like just magical cameras or something? Or like, I guess there are portraits on the walls, right? Like, I guess are they? I guess but they can't really like know. cast like spells or anything or like stop anyone. So I don't really know. That's it's kind of weird how they're so advanced, but also like not in a way. Yeah. So then I Harry agree. and Ron go to Lockhart's, Lockhart's office because, like, they think that he's going to go down to the Chamber of Secrets and they obviously want to go down there because, like, they have Ginny or it has Ginny. And then they see Lockhart packing up instead of going to the Chamber to defeat the Basilisk. And Lockhart reveals that mm-hmm. he actually, like, in all his books, he took credit for other wizards' accomplishments and he would erase those wizards' memories so that they couldn't, like, rat him out and say, like, oh, no, he's, like, lying. Like, he's taking credit for what I did. So then um, they're like, is there anything you can do? And he's like, yes, I'm very good at memory, like, charms. And so then he tries to um, cast a spell on them to erase their memories, but then they're like, don't even think about it. And also, why didn't Harry and Ron, like, actually, I'm sorry, I... (laughs) I missed a big piece. I was like, why didn't they go to Dumbledore and like turn Lockhart in? Like, I forgot like, Dumbledore's not there, so never mind. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, he's not with there. Like, why couldn't they like go yeah. to the other teachers right now and just be like, uh, well, I guess there's not a lot of time. They're probably like, we gotta but go. Literally, go, not, so. like, why can't they announce like to everyone that like, hey, Lockhart is like a fraud and like we need better help, more backup. Like, <laughs> well, they're only twelve. <laughs> like, they don't know how to do that kind of thing. <laughs> 
So they go to the bathroom and um, with um, Lockhart. And so then they're like, let's talk to Myrtle. So talk to Myrtle. They're like, how did you die, Myrtle? And she's like, well, I was teased so I came in to cry. And then I heard a boy in here and I told him to go away. And then I died. And then she said that she saw a great big pair of yellow eyes over by a certain sink, which we know those are the basilisk eyes. And the sink is the entrance to the chamber of secrets. Yes. Um, Harry uses parcel tongue to open up the the sink chamber entrance and then they're like you first Lockhart and so they like push him in and then they like follow him in after and then um, okay let's see so they all slide in and Lockhart steals Ron's wand and then he's like he's like finally I will erase your memories and I'll say that like you guys went crazy after seeing Ginny Weasley's mangled body, and I will get the credit for, or no, that, that he couldn't stop the basilisk. So he's just trying to think of a way to, like, get out of the situation. They took Ron's wand, which is malfunctioning, because yeah. it was split in half. So they cast the um, Obliviate spell, and it backfires on him, and then um, don't all the, like, rocks come, like, crumbling down, and it separates Harry and Ron? Yeah, because he, so it, back, it backfires, so he slams against the wall and causes yeah. an avalanche, and of course it causes Harry to be by himself, and on the way to where the Ginny is. So then Harry has to go by, by how himself. Convenient. <laughs> yeah, how convenient. So then he keeps walking, and he sees this, like, really giant hall thing that has, like, creepy snake statues and a giant, I think it's Salazar Slytherin's, like, yeah. head at the end and he sees Ginny's body he's like wait go where are you and then all of a sudden Tom Riddle comes out and he's like Tom I thought you were a ghost and so then um he's like you opened the chamber didn't you and so then Tom was like yes I did the Hagrid (laughs) stupid Hagrid and then he's like Dumbledore was the only one who like kept a close watch on me and so then um Harry's like Dumbledore is the greatest wizard in the world because he was like uh, like, um, I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> so anyway, I basically, so, okay. Essentially. So Tom Riddle opened the chamber of secrets. Cause he's, he's only 16, but he's like a sociopath. Basically. He just wanted to get rid of all the muggle-borns. He's like, honestly, killing muggle-borns is not really my interest anymore. My target mm-hmm. is you. And then I was like, Harry, are you connecting the dots? Wait a is second. This- Somebody from 50 years ago, he's Slytherin. He is the heir of Slytherin. And he talks about you being his new target. He talks about a baby who killed Voldemort. Maybe you know who this is. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Harry's like, but what does that have to do with him? It's after your time. And he's like, oh, Harry, Lord Voldemort is my past, present, and future. And so he does a very dramatic thing of where he writes his name in like burning letters in the air, Tom Marvolo, Marvolo Riddle. And then he switches his little switcheroo and he just switcheroo and says, I am. Yeah, it's an, an anagram. <laughs> so, very smart. <laughs> yeah, it's so, an anagram. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, Tom is like, um, yeah, so Jenny opened the Chamber of Secrets and we're all the messages because I told her to, I told her to kill the roosters and strangle them. And so he hypnotized her basically. So the anagram turns into mm-hmm. I am Lord Voldemort and then he's like I made myself a new name um, but then Fox comes to the chamber and drops the sorting hat at Harry's feet and then there's nothing in it or like mm-hmm. nothing of use and then Tom releases a basilisk and he uh, also like when Ginny dies and he'll become like alive in a way so he's just waiting for Ginny to die 
And okay, so then Fo the basilisk, basilisk comes out, and then I think Fox like comes and claws out his eyes so that like he he's blind now, so that his eyes can't like stun Harry to death. I guess. Yeah, his eyes are gone. It's so scary. Honestly, this is like the, one of the scariest moments of the entire series. Like being chased by a giant snake, you can't even look at it. But then I guess his eyes are taken out. So Which doesn't really make sense to me. So like but, they have to be like intact for them to like kill people. Like I don't know. It's just kind of weird. I always assumed that Fox like okay, ripped like his completely. eyes out. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Because um, then, so yeah, so then Harry now can look at him and say, thank you, Fox. <laughs> and then, but Voldemort's like, um, the basilisk can still hear you. And so then it's like chasing him around and it's very scary. And it's like, it's, it's very watery down there. So you can hear like sound yeah. like running through the water as so the basilisk can hear him. So then Harry's like hiding in a little alcove thing and the basilisk gets so close to him. And so, but then Harry throws a rock in the other direction and it follows it. And then Harry runs out to Ginny and then um, Voldemort's like, very soon Lord Voldemort will be very much alive. And then all of a sudden the basilisk just like flows up through the water, like bursts so through scary. the water. And then we see the sword in the, I mean, we see the hilt, the hilt of the sword, of the Gryffindor sword in the um, sorting hat. Which, like, is a sorting hat is asleep right now? Does not know what's happening? But again, Harry is 12. There's so much responsibility left on him. He's like, okay, I'm going to give you a sword. So that means you have to go up, like, to this giant snake and, like, kill him. But guess what? You can only get the sword if you have courage. <laughs> and Fox will only come there if you have loyalty to me. Yeah. So, like, it's just like, oh, <laughs> so many ways this could have yeah. gone wrong. So then Harry's like, okay, I got to kill this basilisk. So he goes up and they're like in a little fight and Harry's just waving the sword around for a while. And then suddenly he's almost falling off and he almost loses it. So as he dives to lose it, the basilisk comes right at him. And so then his mouth is open and then Harry sticks the sword up straight through the roof of his mouth and into like his brain and he kills the basilisk. But one of the fangs has pierced Harry. Oh, well, okay, so... One thing that I feel like every villain always does is like, if if Riddle hadn't, or Harry, whatever, Voldemort hadn't said, Pitt, it's so interesting, like, what a silly little book to can do to a silly little girl. And it's like, if you hadn't mentioned the book, maybe Harry wouldn't have killed it. Like, yeah. I, maybe you could have won. I don't know. Like, you didn't have to very mention, like, Harry. Yeah, because I don't know if I would have caught on to that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been like, hey, hey Ginny. Like, I don't know either. I don't know. So, I mean, like, I guess I'm yeah. dying with Ginny. And so then, but yeah, he pierces, like you said, the book, and then it starts to see, like, ink flow out, and it's killing Tom. Or, like, it's making it's Tom. Scary, yeah. And so then, yeah, Tom, like, his ghost or memory or whatever, like, bursts into, like, this weird glittery fire thing. So he's gone. So Jenny wakes now, mm -hmm. and she's like, mm -hmm. it was me. I swear I didn't mean to. Riddle made me. I just was thinking, like, Jenny had a terrible first year of, at Hogwarts, and, like, did none of her siblings check on oh, her or be like, hey, like, are you okay? Do you have friends? Do you, like, how are you adjusting? And, like, did they just not even notice her? Because I feel like that's just such a – she's 11. It's kind of sad. Well, didn't she – like, I, I thought it was clear, too. She didn't really have friends, right? Because she was, she like, was so, like, um, like, what's it called? Like, hypnotized or what am I trying to say? Like – Yeah, like, she's kind of weird. I, yeah, I know. It's interesting. No. Like, nobody checked on her. Yeah. I don't know. The wheezes can be kind of obtuse yeah. sometimes, I guess. But So then – Yeah. Um, so then – Well, so really fast, yeah. I have one thing to say. So Harry basically thinks he's going to die. Like, he's like, well, 
I guess it's time for me to go. Like, it's just like he has had to face death so many times now. And it's just a 12 year old has to accept his own death of dying from um, basilisk venom. But yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. So ahead. he's like, Jenny, just Ron's over there. If you like follow through the chamber and you guys can get out, I'm dying. <laughs> and, but then Fox, the Phoenix comes yeah. and I guess Phoenix tears have healing powers. So then he cries onto Harry's wounds and cures him. So then Harry's like, it's over. Mm-hmm. It's just a memory now. And so then Fox has the ability to carry four like people out of the chamber. Like he's very strong, I guess. And so then he well, Phoenixes can carry oh, okay. heavy loads, I guess. Sense. So Lockhart, his memory is obliviated and he's holding on the fox. He's like, This is amazing. This is just like magic. Which is not Do you so feel funny. bad for oh, him at all? Because like he's completely um, I don't really, but I kind of do. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that'd be really horrible. I don't really, because he's a fraud and he's awful, and he was gonna leave. Oh, you're right. To die. So, okay, like, eh, so no, goodbye, really. Lockhart. Goodbye to you. So, um, yeah, but wait, really fast, isn't he? Don't they see him later in a book? In the book, when they in like the fifth book, he's at yeah, St. Mungo's or something. So. Also, there's an after credit scene where it just shows um that he wrote another book and it's called like Who Am I or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, I it's the only movie of, the, of Harry Potter movies that has an after credits scene. But um, anyway, so they're Dumbledore's oh, back and he's with uh, Ron and Harry. And he's like, you guys have broken over a dozen school rules. But guess what? You get special awards and you get to stay at Hogwarts. So then. Wait, and I was like, what about Her- Ron's wand? Can you give him a real wand for no. his <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> you just get a special special award that right. no one remembers. Yeah. Like, so then okay. yeah, was like, hey, Ron, can you go, like, send, like, mail to me, or for me, or, like, something about getting uh, Azkaban, uh, Hagrid's Azkaban papers, like, all settled. So, like, Ron goes to do that. And um, Dumbledore is like, hey, Harry, thanks for being loyal to me, and, like, what's bothering you? And then Harry's <laughs> like, there were so many similarities between me and Tom Riddle. He can speak parcel tongue. I can, too. And then uh, Harry's like, okay, so I think that Voldemort, when he tried to kill you, like, the first time, he transfers some of his powers to you, and, but you're different than Voldemort. It wasn't intentional, but yeah, because he's like, listen, Harry, our abilities don't define who we are, our choices do, which is wise. Um, And so then he, I just thought this was funny, too, before Lucius comes in, um, uh, Dumbledore's like, here, look at this sword. And then Harry just grabs it. Yeah, and he's like, and it's like a Godric yeah, Gryffindor so sword. He's like, and then he's like, "You're a true Gryffindor," like, and that's how he got the the sword and stuff. It's like, how do you become a true like I don't know anything? It's kind of weird. Anyway, so um, Lucius Malfoy and Dobby come mm-hmm. in, and Harry is like, "Dobby, you serve the Malfoys." And then Lucius like looks at Dobby. He's like, "I will deal with you later." <laughs> like, so me to Dobby. Yeah, poor Dobby. And yeah, so Lucius is mad that Dumbledore's back. He's like, "So who was the?" who opened mm-hmm. the chamber and then um it, uh, Dumbledore's like it was Voldemort like mm-hmm. and Lucius is like ah it, I had no idea I have no so idea. that's another example of like Dumbledore obviously knows that like he had something like he knows like he's a Voldemort supporter still and like he's you know but they can't yes. say it out loud because it's like there's no evidence but just like you know back talks or like you know talk about like gossip and stuff so then Dumbledore holds up the diary yeah. and um, is showing him that. And then Dobby's trying to, like, let Harry know subtly that, like, Lucius was, like, behind it, like, that book and everything. So, yeah, Dumbledore knows, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. So then um, 
this line was improvised. Um, Lucia says, Mr. Potter will always be around to save the day. And he like looks at him. And then Harry says, do not. Don't worry. I will yeah, be. Both, Sorry. Well, no, yeah, both are improvised. <laughs> yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, so yeah, so then it's like, well, no, goodbye. So then Lucius leaves with um, Dobby, gets, Dobby. And then like, and Dobby like, gets thrown down the steps and no one intervenes. <laughs> I know, I'm surprised Dumble, I guess you can't really, I don't know. But yeah, so then um, Harry's like, um, can I take this Tom Riddle's diary? And then Dumble's like, yeah, I did. And so then he runs over and um, he's like, Mr. Malfoy, Mr. Malfoy, you forgot this. And then Malfoy's like, what what do you mean? What? And so he hands it to Dobby. And he, and then um, Harry's like, well, I think you know what I mean. You were the one who gave this to Ginny, didn't you? And he's like, why don't you do it? And then, he, and then Harry's like to Dobby, like, open the book. And in the book yeah. is a sock. And Lucius had given it to him, which means Dobby, Dobby is like, Dobby free. is free. <laughs> and then you cost me my summit. So he starts to, he tries to curse Harry and then Dobby defends Harry's like, you shall never harm Harry Potter. <laughs> and so then he his special elf magic and then um, Lucius can't hurt Harry. So then um, Dobby's like, how can I ever repay Harry? And Harry's like, don't yeah. ever try to save my um, life. So really quick, oh. Lucius, it, when he's trying to cast a spell on Harry, it sounds like he's saying Avada Kedavra. And so I read up a little bit about that. And oh. I guess it was just um, the guy who played Lucius was like, oh, I was reading the fourth book at the time. And I just didn't, that was the first spell I could like think of. So then, yeah. So like, I don't oh. think he probably should have said something else because like, Potter fans would catch on that that's like a killing spell and that's like why would you do that out in the open in front of like everyone in his school it's like <laughs> and also like Voldemort would be mad because yeah Voldemort so it was just like a, an actor mess up kind of but um you see that Lucia said that your parents are meddlesome too and one day you'll meet the same sticky end Which oh yeah I, forgot. I didn't say that yeah well, Lucius is not a good guy like, do you think, so, what do you think his relationship with his um, wife is like? Because she, we find out, uh, I won't say too much, but, like, what do you think, um, like, what do you think his relationship is I don't know, is? I kind of feel like it works in a way. Like, she seems very cold still, and just, like, she cares about her son only. And, like, I know uh, Lucius doesn't really care about Draco. But I think that they're, like, yeah, they work fine together. Like, I don't think it's a terrible um, thing. But do you think it's, like, an mismatch or like i don't know also it's probably they're probably like inbred or something uh, i was just thinking the same thing i wonder if it was like a marriage of convenience or like a marriage of like hey your cousins <laughs> so probably inbred um yeah so i don't know i guess uh, we'll, we'll find we'll cover it later when we get to the very last movie but anyway um yeah so then now we're in the great hall oh no okay so then we see nearly have this nick he's been saved <laughs> But how does like the new, how does a ghost get saved by a mandrake cell? I don't know. Cell? You can't I touch them. You can't do anything. They can't ingest anything. It goes right through them. I don't understand. Um, and then Hermione is back. So then Hermione goes and she runs and hugs Harry, and then she gets awkward with Ron. So they just shake hands. She's like, I can't believe you sold it. And Harry's like, We could have been have done it without you. So they sit down, and then Dumbledore gets up and he's like. Um, thank you, Madame Pomfrey and Professor Sprout, and all exams have been canceled. So then my question is this, so this is all, do they just all pass? And it's not really responsible. Dumbledore. No, because like, what about, because um, the older kids have to do like the owl 
exams, like the newts and stuff, like, yes. you just, like automatically pass or like yeah, you're good I, sports. Yeah, I don't, I have no idea they have to take it next year. I have no idea. So then all of a sudden we hear Hagrid. Oh, so then also Ron, I forgot mentioned before. So Ron had been sent to send um, release papers to Azkaban for Hagrid earlier. So then Hagrid bursts in and he's like, sorry, I'm late. Errol, uh, the stupid owl um, named Errol ruined everything. And he, <laughs> they couldn't find out on my release papers. And then Ron's like, oh no. But then so Hagrid is back. So he goes right up to Ron and Hermione and Harry and he's like, Thank you, you guys. If if, without, if it weren't you for you, I would still be in you know where. And so then it's like, he's just like, I just want to say thanks. And so it was really precious. And then Harry's like, Hogwarts wouldn't, Hogwarts wouldn't be the same without you. And then Dumbledore stands up and starts clapping. And then everybody starts clapping. Everybody. All the Slytherins even except except for Malfoy and his friends. So there are good stuff. There, there are some good Yeah, Slytherins. so I think that kind of answers the question we had last time. Uh, like, there are some good people in Slytherin. You just probably don't see them that much. Yeah. They're not all like Malfoy. Yeah, they're probably just like keeping yeah. their head down. And yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the end of the movie. And I mean, it was almost three hours. So, like, I guess it's good for us. So, we like recapped it in like half the time. <laughs> yeah, so I really liked it. Did you say this was your mm-hmm. favorite one? No, okay. it's not my favorite. It's one we of should my like favorites. rank them and like yeah. personally and then compare. It. I agree. I, uh, I know. I'd have, yeah, to, I'd have to think about it for a second, but. Yeah, so this was a good one. It was so, so long. I didn't realize how long it was. Yeah. Almost three full it's hours. It's so a good movie. Um, um, yeah, very good movie. Very, um, yeah, it's like brings back memories of always watching it when it came on ABC Family, which is now Freeform, which is stupid. I don't know why they changed Um, But yeah, so that's everything. Do you have any announcements? Um, I night? don't think so. Uh I, yeah, starting in December, we'll try to do the two episodes a week thing. Well, you know, we'll try our hardest with things. <laughs> oh, and then I was going to say, yeah, yeah. So, yes. Yeah. Um, yes, that's kind of it. Um, our social medias, if you want to follow us, which you should, um, we are well, let me find on us. Instagram, we're Evening like- in the Odds podcast. And then on Twitter, I think we're the same. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I mean, those are kind of the big, like, we just go on Instagram mostly, so you can DM us if you have any, like, questions. <laughs> yeah, DMing us is probably yeah. the best way Or, to like, if you have any, us. yeah, like, movies you'd like us to recap, or if you have any, like, fun stories about you in the 2000s, things like that, any, like, pictures of you in the 2000s that are funny. Um, I need to look through mine to see if I have any, but uh, we will post them on our stories, and, yeah. Yeah, I posted one. It's kind of from the early 2010s. It's of me and my friends blinking. But I scribbled out their faces because I'm not really friends with them anymore. And also, (laughs) I don't want them to know who I am. Or, like, I wanted to protect their privacy, I guess. But, um, Well, thank you for listening to another episode of An Evening in the Aughts. And we will see you next time. Yes. Uh, Thank you. Goodbye.